Welcome to Coils Cash and Culture, the show where you get to hear from entrepreneurs and creatives around the world who are shaping the future of black and textured hair. I'm your host, Taisha Friday. Let's get into it. Today, I am delighted to have Connie, a mechanical engineer, on the show. Thanks for coming on the show, Connie. Yes, thanks for having me. Um, so there's not there's not tons of mechanical engineers and there's not tons of black mechanical engineers. So let's start with you. Tell me about your journey and how you ended up doing what you do. Um, yeah, back in high school, some engineers from the National Society of Black Engineers, they came and spoke at the YMCA. And so I learned about engineering there. I wasn't really interested in the engineering part, but when they talked about the salary, I was like, I might be, that might be for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so uh, that was my senior year and that introduced me to engineering. And ever since then, I've been in engineering. Okay, cool. And I'll be completely honest with you. I don't think most people know what a mechanical engineer does or what it entails. Can you? Tell us a bit more about what it is in um, simple terms. Yeah. Well, it ranges to a lot of different things, but in school, they're, they tell us that they're teaching us how to solve problems. So, you know, when you're faced with, uh, I don't know, difficult challenges, you're going to, you're going to figure out a pathway to solve it. So, um, I've been in like in the industry that I've been in the most is manufacturing. So a lot of that's been, you know, figuring out if this is the best machine, is the yield right, stuff like that. So it just varies for a lot of stuff, but mostly we solve the world's problems. Okay, that's a good way to put it. Um, There's a theme on your TikTok page and we're going to talk about the filter that you created a bit later. There is a theme where you are just like building stuff. What? What attracts you to like solve problems and build things just generally? Mm. Well, I grew up poor. So a lot of what I did back then was solving problems of, you know, how can I, like I used to sew my pants to be skinny jeans because I was like, I can't look (laughs) crazy having wild little pants. (laughs) It's just. I guess back then I've learned, I was learning how to solve problems that way. So I'm just trying to transition it with mixing it with my engineering background now. And I'd be bored a lot. So just trying to see <laughs> what I can do. <laughs> okay, cool. And, you know, I think we live in a world which is quite exciting, right? With the internet, social media and stuff, it seems like younger, when I say younger, I mean like the young generation of today are more open and interested in doing their own thing when it comes to like you kind of even whether it's your jeans whether it's the filter that you made what are some of the basics when it comes to like assessing a problem and how to solve it that like you think are fundamental when you're trying to build a solution that people should know about hmm i guess um the first is seeing if there's a need for it um seeing if you got the skills to work on it and, or if there's skills on YouTube that you can learn, that'll get you there. Um, what else? <laughs> Girl. <laughs> uh, shoot. 
And then just trying to do it, uh, even okay. if you fail. Because, like, a lot of times I don't get it right the first time or the first few times. But if you're persistent, hopefully, you know, you get it right then. Okay, cool. So assessing, making sure there's a need, and then just keep going until it works, essentially. Okay. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's talk about hair. Firstly, your hair looks great. This, anyone listening on audio, her hair looks great. It's in a high puff. Your puff is puffing more than my puff. My puff is shrinking, doing its own thing, being straggly. Um, what's your relationship with your hair? Um, I'm like, uh, <laughs> <You're also sorry. laughs> it's Friday. You can laugh. Yeah. My relationship with my hair, I think recently it's gotten better. Um, You know, before 2020, I used to wear weeds and stuff a lot, wigs. But after that, I was like, man, why am I living in discomfort to try to fit? Because my head is like pretty big, too. So I was like, the wigs wasn't the wigs was ripping the edges in the back. And I was like, what what am I doing? So I've, I've started to, you know. I like being natural now. I like the texture of my hair because, you know, that you that YouTube era where, you know, you had to have looser curls or stuff like that. I was trying to fit in, but I it just didn't work. I'd have white flakes in my hair and stuff. So, you know, I love my hair now. OK, cool. And I it's, it's interesting you say that I have I've been a weave wearer. I wear my hair whatever style I kind of feel, to be honest. Um but literally recently, I've kind of been like, I just want my scalp to breathe. I just want it to be out. And I also want to, like, learn to do my hair, if that makes sense. Like, I actually want to see what I can do with it. Um, mm-hmm. So let's talk about the filter that you built. For folks listening, can you just explain what you built on TikTok and what it does? Okay. So the middle part filter, um, it. Helps with you to get your middle part right because you know I was braiding here and I would I'd make the person go in the bathroom to do their part themselves because I'd be struggling <laughs> to get it right. So I was like, and then they clowned me one weekend. I was like, oh shoot, what can I do to like maybe try to fix this problem? So that's when I worked on that with my brother and sister and um yeah. So it helps with your middle part, but then I realized if your face is like not that symmetrical it's kind of leaning more to one side so i'm still i'm working on it okay so you 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 would get like folks to go and part their hair go in the mirror how long from when you realized okay i've been clowned i need to fix this how long did it take you from that thought to actually get the filter out on tiktok like what went into it i don't know how to make a filter so i'm just curious it it took like maybe a week it, it didn't take long because um, I already have um, 3D design skills because I'm an engineer. So all I had to do was learn how to use the TikTok effect house to create it. I love how you just say that so plain and simply. Um, but yeah, maybe it's, maybe it's that simple. Maybe we need to all start just using the tools in front of us. Um, and then you said you have worked with your brother and your sister on it. Well, I I tried it out on them. Tried so it out on them. They didn't. They didn't do nothing. I just practiced <laughs> with them. <laughs> did you? Did you? You got such a good response. Did you? Did you expect such a good public response? How did that feel? 
Yeah, I thought it that was pretty crazy. Um, I thought maybe a job opportunity. <laughs> no, we're still we're still working on that, but it was pretty great. And all the feedback and like all the people that was like, This is so smart, we need this and even though it's like a beauty type beauty tech thing, um, I thought some people would knock it more because it's not, you know, solving medical stuff or something. But <laughs> it, it was pretty cool. Yeah. And what was there any themes or any things that you noticed from the feedback? Because I went I actually went through the some of the comments and stuff, then I saw folks kind of had future requests like hey can you make this and can you do that like have you have you been taking that on board are you working on anything to produce other filters or to incorporate what folks have asked for yeah well now i was i was gonna do it all and then i started working with um someone to try to build it outside of tiktok so I was like, I was waiting on like legal stuff and other stuff to be like, should I keep making it on TikTok or should I make my own app? So I'll I'll make more people's requests because, you know, it's going to take a minute to make it outside the app. So I'll, I'll add more to TikTok now. Okay. Um, and has TikTok reached out to you? They're a big company and there's a lot of stuff happening on TikTok. I'm just curious, have they reached out to you um, at all? Oh, no. No. Okay. Okay. I'm just curious. We're going to change that. I just, I think what you've made is really cool. And I think it's clearly appeals to a certain demographic um, of mm-hmm. like untapped opportunity, especially because I'm sure you've seen it like on your feed of like so many black people going on and sharing their hair stories and their journey. So it's just, there's a whole, there's a whole community there for them to tap into. Um, yeah. So let's talk about the future. What excites you about the possibility of what can happen at the intersection of you being a mechanical engineer and having some kind of interest in hair? Um, yeah, I think that I've the last few months I've been trying to I've realized that there is like kind of intersections between the two. And so Mm -hmm. I've been trying to connect those like with the um, snap band thing I made for holding gel so I was like what other tools can I create that'll make black people doing their hair easier because I'd be I'd be sitting there like why ain't this made but if I got the skills why can't I just make it myself so I think um you know trying to build a brand doing that okay and is there do you have like have you met other folks with your expertise that are also interested in air hair where there's like an opportunity to collaborate or build together or yeah there's um I met uh this I think they're a black startup uh company Nazir and they're working on um creating like next age future st- like <laughs> yeah. for hair so it's been interesting um, learning more about what they're creating. There's a few other uh, black like companies that have reached out to me mm-hmm. about what they're doing. Swella, they're like a braid bar and stuff. So it's like I'm I guess the community is growing and the people I'm learning that are you know working towards build or moving black hair to the future. That was- um. <laughs> 
You keep laughing and smiling, and it's, it's just making me laugh and smile. Um, especially okay. it's early in the morning, it feels it feels good. Um, and so, what are you looking forward to in the next six months? Like now that you've kind of you've done this, you're meeting people, you've built something that's helpful. Like, what are you looking forward to? Hmm. I think the next six months, trying to take um, making a brand or business serious, more serious. Because I kind of just move on from things, but I'll try to stick with this. And I don't know, you know, see if I can be the next. Well, not the next, but, you know, girl, I'm so sorry. Are you gonna cut? The, you cut? Are you gonna cut that? I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna cut. Why are we gonna cut the laughter? People, is we're laughing. This is this is this is the conversation. Because <laughs> I'd be thinking what, about the. Huh? Keep going. That's fine. No, I'd be thinking about the question, and then I just lose the thought. I lose what the question was. <laughs> what are, What are you looking forward to in the next six months? And you said you wanted oh, to God. be the next. You said you know you're working to be the next. What's the next? Well, not the. I wouldn't say the name, but I take inspiration from like Madam C.J. Walker, people that um, mm-hmm. innovated black hair, like the guy that created the Afro pig. I don't remember his name now, but it's like they did so much for black hair. So it's like I'm looking towards them to see what they did and seeing how I could um, kind of make a similar impact in mm-hmm. the 21st century. I think we're in the. If, I think we're in the 21st century. If you know what, let me just. I oh know. I think we're in the 21st century. I'm pretty sure we're in the 21st century. If we are in the 22nd century, I must have missed it, and so did you. Girl. <laughs> uh, we're living in a simulation, and so. And I would love to pick your brain on. Oh, let me not say that. Pick your brain. That's such a horrible thing to say, actually. But um, I would love to know from you, given what you do, technology, right? Like when you think about Madam C.J. Walker. Like what? What happened at the time was insane. Like the innovation. We're now in a time where like technology has advanced so much. Are there any technologies that you're aware of that you think it's going to be exciting to see how they can be applied to hair or beauty in general? And tell us a bit more about those technologies. Hmm. I think. Uh, what is it? The Apple Vision, the glasses, oh. the mixed reality glasses. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, girl, I'm getting over a call. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so. <laughs> now, the, bro, I should have brought some water over here. I am. Do you want to go get some water? Yeah. Go get some. Go get some water. It's fine. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> My bad. Everyone, if you're not watching this on video or audio, Connie just went and got some water. <laughs> She's back. <laughs> Apologies. Um. So we were talking about technologies and what are some current technologies or advancements where you think is going to be interesting to see them applied to hair or beauty? Mm-hmm. I think the Apple Pro Vision, the Vision, whatever it's called, it's like the mixed reality glasses. I feel like that could be used um, beauty shops and stuff mm-hmm. with like the, um, not 
the braiding filter, the braid parting filter that I use, something similar to that. I want to say that one exactly, but like, I feel like that mixed reality could help with, you know, hairstylists getting their parts more precise or, you know, <laughs> mapping a style out, uh, like on a 3D head before they do it on someone's head. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, making I think sure that the, making, could be making sure the wig's laid. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, what I like to do um, on our regular seasons is ask at the end of each interview some like random quick fire questions that aren't prepared that have just come from my mind. Um, you can laugh before you respond. We can keep with the theme of laughing. Um, okay. Do you want to jump into it? All okay. right. Cool. Um, if you were stuck on a desert island, and I can only drop one hair product or tool off for you, what would it be? <laughs> Scissors, I'm going to just cut it off. It's over. <laughs> You're the first person to say scissors. <laughs> Girl, what am I living for? <laughs> Okay, so if you're ever stuck on a desert island, Connie, and I ever see that on the news, I'm just going to make – well, I won't see on the news because you'll be stuck. But if you ever somehow <laughs> contact me and say, hey, I'm stuck, I need something, I'm going to drop you some scissors. So you would take That's scissors if you were on a desert island. Um, mm. Music is a big part. When I think about hair and getting your hair done, music's always playing. What song do you have on repeat right now? Um, oh, shoot. Girl. Who is it? I think it's been um what is Victoria Monet, all right? Okay. Okay, cool. I'm gonna make a playlist for season two, so um I'll make sure that's on there. Mm-hmm. Next question. What was your biggest hair horror story? Oh I was wearing clippings in high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was frying my hair, but <laughs> There was this one that I made that was kind of heavy and I put it in the back of my, like the the back row. Mm -hmm. It was heavy and it it made like a bald spot. So that was, that was it. You know, it was so wild when I, when you said about being at high school, because I had a weave in secondary school, which is the equivalent for high school. And I kind of now when I hear this, I'm just like, where were we going with like clippings and weave? Like I actually like 14, I'm just like, what? Like I was a child. Like I didn't actually need a whole weave. Um, so yeah, all. you had the clippings. You're brave. I've never had, I've never worn clippings just because I feel like I would just take it out. Um, <laughs> um, what has been your most loved hairstyle that you've had? Um, I like Marley twist the most. Okay. Even if my hair pops out, it still matches the texture. So I like the low, was it low ease hairstyles? Okay. And final question. What do you love about your hair? Um, shoot. It's there, you know. <laughs> it's even all the stuff I don't put it through, it keep coming back. So Okay. It's resilient. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, thank you for coming on the show, Connie. I think this might be the most I've ever laughed on a Friday morning. 
Um, it's been a pleasure. Yes, it was nice talking with you. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this conversation, follow us to find out when the next episode is out. And if you really, really enjoyed this conversation, maybe send a link to a friend. And if you really, really, really enjoyed this conversation, head to coilscashculture.com to sign up to our mailing list today. Stay well, keep smiling.